Welcome to the Retirement Clinic with your host, Jeff Kowal, from the Kowal Investment Group, the Retirement Specialists. Yes, good morning. Welcome to the Retirement Clinic. We are joined by Jeff Kowal, your host, as always. Kowal, uh, Kowal, I'm calling you by your last name right now. It's okay. <laughs> Jeff is president of the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning, Paul. How are you? Good. Great to have you here. A live show with a very special guest joining us. We welcome back to the Retirement Clinic. Carol Richson is joining us for the entire hour. Carol, good morning. Good morning. How good morning, are you? Good morning, Carol. Uh, Hi, we are, we're doing good. What's yeah. your official title now, Carol? Uh, retired Public Affairs Specialist. You're joining the perfect program, the Retirement Clinic. Yeah. Right. Um, it's time to talk with Carol about Social Security, Jeff. When Carol is on, we generally light up the phone lines. Uh, as I look now, we have wide open phone lines. I mean wide open. If you want to get in with any Social Security question, how it pertains to your retirement plan, now is the time. So here's the number, 799-1130, the Accident Mortgage Talk and Text Line, 414-799-1130. We're on in WIBA Madison and WISN in Milwaukee. Jeff, Social Security is part of our retirement plan. Well, let's let's. that's a, indeed true, a very important part of it. And, and there are some t- statistics that show how a large percentage of the population it uh, takes up more than 50% of their income in retirement. That's how important Social Security is. But Carol Rich has been a friend of the show for a long time, probably at least 15 years. And Carol, anything special going on with you these days? Well, you know, the COLA came out and, um, you know, the past Cola. couple of years, nobody's really excited. The cost of living, I'm sorry. I shouldn't talk lingo. Oh, acronyms, um, yeah. The cost yeah. of living, okay. So this year it's 1.3. I did get the Medicare increase. So Part B is going to be $148.50. Uh, the deductible for that will be 203 And there is a Medicare website that's separate from Social Security. So if you've got interest in Medicare or things you want to look at, it's www.medicare.gov, like all the, you know, all the federal agencies are all .gov. So you can check that out there. Don't be careless with that either, because if you get onto .com, you'll get all kinds of uh, solicitations. uh, Especially with Social Security. You know, you'll have attorneys calling you. You'll have uh, people calling you. Or, you know, then you're opening yourself up to to putting information in there, maybe your Social Security number. And you really have no idea whose website that is. I mean, I could open up a website and so be very careful. Always make sure you're at a .gov if you're looking for a government agency. Yep. Each month, uh, nearly 65 million people receive a Social Security benefit, and more than 46 million of them are retired workers. Of these, three and five rely on their monthly payments to account for at least half of their income. So 60% of the people who are retired, three and five of them, it's uh, 60% is more than uh, 50% of their income. So that's pretty significant. And to get a 1.3% increase, uh, the average is about $20 a month. And the estimated monthly payment of $1,543 a month. Um, well, you know, the other thing that's crazy, there's 10,000 people a day a day signing up for retirement benefits. I mean, that doesn't even count the people that are applying for survivor benefits, disability benefits. And that's been going on for five years, and it's expected to continue for another 15 years. So, uh, baby you know, boomers. When you, 
you know, when you talk about people living longer, I mean, it's just crazy to think 10,000 people a day are signing up for their retirement benefits. So as social, a lot of times when we're doing planning, people say, well, with that many people signing up, with uh, people living longer and with the government uh, using it as a, a, a political tool all the time, is Social Security right. going to run out of money? You know, there, there's always talk about when it's going to run out of money, and there's years that they yep. throw out there. And, I, you know, just from working there, I guess, for so long, I would like to think – how could it possibly ever totally go away because you've got so many people that that's their only source of income and what would they live on? I think what we're going to see in the future right now, full retirement age is 67. It wouldn't surprise me that that would be bumped up to maybe 70. And again, that'd be a big change. Yep. Yeah. I mean, this isn't, this is nothing official from the agency. So don't get me wrong on that, but um, you know, I see that and I also see the, the maximum, earnings going up you know right now anything you make over 137,000 or 137 and $700 you don't pay any FICA tax on that i see that as going up in the future too so i think those two things especially having the maximum table go up that would be more money coming into the system and i think that would be helpful um and, and i think sometimes people forget too that there's you know my mother died at 52 so she paid in for many years and never collected anything out of it. You know, so there's money like that that goes in there. There are also some people, you don't see a lot of them, but there's people that have enough money that they just say, I'm not going to take my Social Security, or they never come in and apply for it. So that's money that sits in the system, too. And obviously, neither of those are enough to, you know, right. keep the system running forever and ever. But I think there's, you know, there's going to have to be some kind of changes, and, I, I don't know. It just surprises me because of the administrations for years and years, you know, every new president that comes in, they talk about Social Security, and yet nobody does anything to change anything. And well, there have been th- – well, first of all, there's, it goes up from 137 to 142, the amount that uh, – Oh, I'm sorry. Income. You're right. Yeah. But the I'm other looking th- right at that. Uh, that's all right. Um, uh uh, but that, anyway, that's we've got some calls coming in, but I wanted to talk more about that too. Um, you know, you've always said that that Social Security isn't isn't necessarily entitlement. It is an entitlement, but but people pay into that into right. the system. So Carol uh, also said something that I took note of, and that is a lot of people rely on it for their sole retirement income. Right. 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 But was Social Security set up to be your retirement plan? I don't think so, Carol. Right. Well, you know, I think. I don't know. I look back when I was a kid, and it seemed like only rich people had investments and financial planners and things like that. And I think now that's become more of a popular thing. But we're also seeing, you know, companies aren't really offering pensions the way they used to before. So many companies offered pensions, and a lot of them don't have that. Absolutely. So, So I think, you know, people like us, it's up to us to really educate our kids and really the schools to have classes on finances because, you know, people jump into even things like credit cards and that when they get out of college and then they're in way over their head. But I think if we talk to our kids and get them to even invest small amounts when they're first starting out, that it's a good thing for their future. And I don't think, I don't know, Jeff maybe will agree or disagree, but I don't think it's ever too late to start saving some money. You know, even if you're 40s, 40s 
or your 50s and you're thinking, oh, my gosh, it's too late. It really isn't. You know, anything you put aside. The one thing that I like to promote about Social Security, because people will say, oh, it's a joke and it's a waste, and there's a lot of negativity about it. And, you know, it's there forever. It's there until you die. And so you can run out of savings or maybe investments but you'll always have Social Security coming in. That stays until you die. So, I mean, it, it it is a constant, and I think that's important to remember, too. I mean, we can find fault with everything. Absolutely. But sometimes you've got to look for the good in, you know, what does this program do? And, and you're right, Paul. I mean, people are paying their FICA taxes out of their checks every month, and, uh, you know, that, that goes in and determines your high 35 years, determine how much your check is going to be. So I, I think it's just important to kind of take a look at some of that stuff. When I used to go out and do presentations for companies, I was always kind of surprised at some of the 20- and 30-year-olds that would be in there and asking really good questions. And I would talk to them afterwards and tell them, you are really on the right track, because those were the ones that would say, well, I've got my pension, and I've got, um, I've, I'm investing this much money and, you know, kind of wanted my opinion on that. And I was really impressed with that. I am, too. These you know, Maybe or the uh, the millennials get a bad rap sometimes. They do. Uh, but, but then some of those that are working are pretty astute, actually. We want to get yeah. to the calls now, uh, Carol. Okay. Yeah, let's. we got a lot of people calling in. Be patient. We're going to uh, get to all of your Social Security and retirement planning questions. Carol Richson is Jeff Kowal's guest. Uh, we've got about three or four minutes before we got to take a break. So I do want to sneak in a question or two. And we will go to Spencer. You got Oh, there we go. Buttons are working. Judy McGuanagall. Good morning, Judy. Oh, good morning. Um, good morning, Judy. You're my neighbor. Oh, I am. Oh, okay. I live in Eagle. <laughs> oh, okay. My question is, um, can I increase my Social Security through my husband? Like, I mean, can I increase it off of his? It I depends can't... on how much the amount is. Are both of you collecting benefits yet? Yes. You are? Okay. Yes. Who, who filed first, if I can ask? My husband. Okay. When you applied, they would have checked that record to see if you were entitled to anything on that record, and if you were, they would have taken an application for that. Basically, the rule of thumb is if you both applied for benefits at your full retirement age, you could get up to half of his benefit amount. But if your own benefit amount is higher than that, you wouldn't be entitled to anything. So just throwing numbers out there, if his benefit is $1,000, you could get 500 on his record. If your benefit amount on your own record is 800 bucks, 1000 bucks, you wouldn't be entitled to anything because it's more than the 500 Now, if his benefit is higher than yours at the point that, you know, if, if he would pass away before you, then you could flip over and get a widow's benefit. And then you would get his full amount and yours would go away. Does okay, that make sense? So, but, at, but at this time, I cannot, even though his is higher than mine, I cannot apply to a kid. Gets half of his now. Am I half of his that right? more than what you get on your own record? Um, mm, yes. Okay, then you would not be entitled to anything on his record. Oh, okay. All right, okay, well, thank that's, you very much. That's, that's the rule on it. It has to be more than half. Half? Okay. 
Thank you. Thank you for the phone call, Judy. We appreciate the question. Again, Social Security questions, how it pertains to your retirement plan. Uh, A lot of questions coming up, and we'll take a quick break, and then we'll get right back to the phones. If you're on hold, please stay there. The Retirement Clinic can be reached by using the Accident Mortgage Talk and Text Line 414-799-1130 with Carol Ritson. Jeff Kowal is here. We should talk about your website, Jeff, to reach the Kowal Investment Group. Absolutely. The Kowalway.com, K-O-W-A-L, thekowalway.com. Great website. We've got some things on there that I want to talk about later. We have your year-end retirement planning checklist that's on that website. You could also schedule an appointment. If you have $750,000 or more in retirement assets, close to or already in retirement, serious about your retirement, we love you. We'd love to help you with your retirement plan. So either give us a call at 262 522 4040 or go to thekowalway.com. You have offices. In fact, the world headquarters are based in Waukesha. You've got a Port Washington office, Racine and Phoenix, Arizona, thekowalway.com. And also Monday through Friday, Jeff and his staff do the awesome market updates on both ISN and IBA. That's right. 3 o'clock and 5 o'clock news blocks on WISN in Milwaukee and at 4.55 on WIBA in Madison on Vicki McKenna show. Your questions again? Uh, will be answered by Carol and Jeff when we come back. The Retirement Clinic on WISM Milwaukee, WIBA Madison. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Retirement Clinic on WISN. I'm Aaron Kowal with the Boss Minute, business owner's savings and security. It's about owning your retirement, not just your business. As the end of 2020 draws near, it's time for small business owners to focus on end-of-year tax planning. And it's probably no surprise that this year is different than years past. Many business owners face struggles and hardship amid the pandemic. But a conversation with your tax professional could mean good news for you and your business. It's especially important to work with a professional who fully understands the tax implication of the CARES Act for small business owners and the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act as it continues to affect the way business income is calculated and deductions that can be taken and so on. There may even be additional changes in the coming months, such as IRS-approved workarounds surrounding state and local income tax deductions. As you work with your tax professional, there are a number of things to consider that could help you in the 2020 tax year and potentially in the years to come. Discuss whether your business may qualify for a different tax treatment. Many small business owners can deduct 20% of qualified business income in calculating their federal taxes, but it's not automatic. Under the CARES Act, certain small businesses can make the most out of this year's losses by applying net operating losses generated in 2018, 19, or 2020 to income from the past five years. This could be a potential immediate refund. If your business took advantage of the Paycheck Protection Program, you may have taxable income that you're not expecting. While it is true that forgiven PPP loans are not taxable, the full tax picture is far more complicated. And let's not forget about retirement savings plans. With any plan, contributions you make for yourself and your employees may be tax deductible. Small businesses may only get a tax credit to help cover the cost of starting certain retirement plans. These are just a few strategies available to you. To learn more about your options for this tax year, or if you need assistance in starting a retirement savings plan for your business, give our office a call today at 262-522-4040. 
Aaron Kowal with today's Boss Minute Business Owners Savings and security. Okay, we got Carol Richson on the Retirement Clinic today talking and answering social security questions with Jeff Kowal, your host. Uh, let's. The Retirement Clinic is very busy on the phone, so we're going to get back. Ned in Milwaukee has been hanging on for a long time. Thanks for your patience, Ned. Good morning. Hey, Paul. It's Ed from Milwaukee. How oh, are you? Ed. It says Ed? Ned. I can see where, you know, Ned, Ed. You see that? You Hi, see how that works? Yeah, I see how it works. Ed, thank you for calling. I've got a question for you. You pretty much answered it. I was with my accountant about 10 days ago, and we were talking about the reality of Social Security being around in 15 years, and he said he's 100% sure that it'll be around. And I said, what about all the talk? And so I think you guys actually hit on that. But um, I didn't want to hang up. I thought it was rude. Well, that was nice of you to do that. (laughs) If you recall, and you're pretty astute, Ed, (laughs) um, there were three, there were, and, and, and Carol, I think, will vouch for this as well. There were three plans that were put out there, one by Alan Greenspan, another one by President Bush, and the third one by Paul Ryan. All three of those called for ways to save Social Security that were valid plans. And a big part of it was decreasing the increases for those that the government would deem didn't need it. So, in other words, if you had a certain amount of assets, certain amount of income, if the cost of living was 3%, we might get 1.5%. So by, by decreasing the increases, uh, that would be a way to serve or one of the components of saving Social Security. So there are some valid plans out there that could work. Right. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me. All right. Thanks, for, I, yeah, thanks for hanging on. Ed. Thanks for the patience. And uh, it is a good question. And let's get to, as I said, we're busy on the retirement clinic, uh, Fort Atkinson. Tom, good morning. You're in WISN and WIBA. Hi, good morning. Um, I'm wondering whether Social Security benefits, when I do start collecting them, uh, whether they're subject to uh, state or federal income tax. They can be subject to taxation depending on how much your income is. And, you know, I always tell people, take a look at the website, especially when you get ready to retire, because there's lots of good information on there, and there's a whole section on taxation. But basically, if you are married and your income, your adjusted gross income is higher than 34000 you will pay some taxes on your uh, up to 50% of your Social Security. I think it's up to 85%. I think initially it was up to 50% with President Clinton, but then I think uh, subsequent uh, uh, presidents have raised, raised that to 85% federally. And then I think it's tax-free in Wisconsin, Social Security. Oh, so the oh. state... Uh, whether it's taxable in the state is uh, independent of each state, whether they tax that income. Yes. Yes. So Wisconsin, it's it's not subject to Wisconsin taxes up to 85% of your Social Security. And and Carol's right. I remember when they started this, they said the only rich people would have to pay taxes on it, and then they put it at (laughs) $33,000. So so now (laughs) it starts at, I think it does start at 50%, goes up to 85%, can be taxed. You're, You're correct on that, Jeff. Okay. Well, thanks for the call, Tom. Thank you. You bet. Great question. We continue taking your calls. Carol Ritson joins Jeff Kowal, Social Security, also retirement questions. Your retirement plan, 799-1130 is the Accident Mortgage Talk and Text Line. All right, next up, we go to Racine. By the way, there is a Kowal office in Racine. Uh, Awesome one, too. Highway 20, right? Yep, right right at 94 and Highway 20. Hey, Mark, good morning. How can we help? Good morning. Good morning. 
What's up? Um, my wife is 62 years old, uh, receives an income from a trust fund that was left to her as an inheritance. Uh, I am 56 and still working. She's talking about drawing her, her social security because she's eligible now. Um, what would the tax implications be if she were to do that? That you would have to talk to a tax professional. You know, do you have somebody that does your taxes for you? Yes, we were told that if she took it, that uh, while I was working, that she would be um, probably taxed at around 80%. I'm not sure that's the case. I think the way it works, I think, and and Carol's right, talk to your CPA, talk to your tax preparer about it. Uh, but uh, the tr- you have to have earned income. The trust income, I don't think, would qualify as earned income. And she would have to have uh, earned income. The fact that you um, uh, file a joint return, I think, is still dependent on her income. But I would check with your uh, tax preparer. And if that's the case, then you're right, up to 85% could be taxed and, uh, of her Social Security. Um, but the, the fact that she have, doesn't have any earned income may have an impact on that as well. Okay. So even uh, though, you know, my, my income is from work as earned income, that would not uh, put her into that bracket? I don't think so, but, I w- again, I would check with your tax preparer on that. Okay. okay. Thank you, Mike. Good. Thanks. Right, thank you. Thanks for the call. As long as we're talking about that, Carol, you, you mentioned briefly about 35 years. Let's talk about that a little bit. Okay. Um, you know, people can work 50 years. What they'll do is they take your high 35 and they uh, adjust it. The other thing I think that's important for people to know is if you continue to work past retirement age, you know, say you hit full retirement age at 66 for you, if you continue to work after that, every year they do a recomputation on your benefits. And if what you're making now is higher than one of the 35 years that they used, they will recomp the benefit and you'll get a higher benefit amount. I mean, yeah. it's generally not going to be a ton of money. You know, it might be 10 bucks a month, whatever. Um, but they will give you an increase in the benefit based on that. So it isn't as if you're, because you're continuing to work, you're going to lose out or you're not right. going to get anything for that money. And the flip side of that, Carol, if you retire early and have zeros, it still counts as they still use your top 35, so it's not going to affect exactly. it, negatively affect it because they're still using your top 35 years. Exactly. Okay. Thank you. And, for- you know, and I, I think people get confused with that because a lot of pensions use high fives or high threes. Yes. And I think they think Social Security does that, but they don't. It's the high 35, so it, it is a lot of years that they're looking at. Um, so if you do have, especially women, if you stay home with your kids for a few years, you still have the opportunity to go back to work, you know, throw some more money into the system and increase that benefit amount. Hey, some men are staying home with the kids these days too, That's Carol. That's true. That's right. true. <laughs> oh, I had to sneak that in. Let's get to Pat. No, it's true. <laughs> yeah. Pat's calling from Oak Creek. Again, social security questions, retirement questions. We've been very busy, but we do have a phone line open on the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. Give us a call, 799-1130. Hey, Pat, good morning. How can we help? Good morning. Um, Thank you for taking my call. 
Uh, my husband passed away, and I'm living mostly on on the Social Security amount that I'm receiving. However, how can I know if that's accurate? Because I'm barely making it sometimes. Is I do that, have a small pension, but you know, with everything going up and insurances, etc. I'm just wondering, um, is there a way I can check that? Are you receiving your benefit, or are you receiving a widow's benefit? I'm receiving a widow's benefit. Okay. You know, you could call at the 800 number and talk to somebody, but honestly, there's a computer system that comps out that benefit, and the comp is the same for everybody. So when your husband passed away, were you receiving Social Security benefits? Yes, I was. Okay, so you were receiving your benefit, and then they bumped you up to the higher amount on the widow's benefit. Correct. You know, there's really there's really nothing to check on that. I mean, those are done, and if you were getting the amount that he was getting, and uh, you know, if, if you were full retirement age, you would get the same amount that your husband was getting. If you were younger, there was reduction on that. It just depends on how old you were when you were taking that. But, um, you know, those benefits are computed accurately and the computation is the same for everybody it's not as if you have to worry that somebody was sitting down with a pen and a calculator and might have made a mistake it's it's all computerized and it's very accurate okay so i can trust that okay thank you yeah you could but honestly i just don't think there's going to be any change in that okay because also i did end up um cashing in a one of his roth iras and um, I'm just wondering now, am I going to have to pay all that tax on that amount? I'm going to throw that question to Jeff, well, if it was, the IRA yeah. <laughs> Thank you. If it was a Roth IRA, it would have grown tax-free and then it paid out to you tax-free, too. So if you cash that out, if it was a, indeed a Roth IRA, uh, the taxes have already been paid on that. It grows tax-free and it pays, it's paid out to you income tax-free as well. Okay, because I already got a 1099 on that, and I'm I'm like, well, what am I doing with this? You know, it's you have to look at how it's coded because it may not oh. be coded. It may be coded as non-taxable. I see. Okay, thank you so very much. Have a good weekend. Thanks. You, you too. too. And happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving, Pat, um, and to all of our listeners. We have a, only two minutes here before our break. We're going to do this. We're going to sneak in Dale from Grafton, but we got to go kind of quick. Good morning, Dale. Hi, Dale. Hey, how you doing? I'm Great. doing well. Thank you. My question is, uh, my mother passed away recently and left her home as well as other assets to us, uh, my, my brothers and sister. And okay. we've sold the home. The closing uh, uh, was recent, but the proceeds won't be distributed until next year. And I'll be collecting on my regular Social Security benefits next year. How does that affect as far as income towards uh, the, the limits on Social Security. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that that's, good. that's not going to be ordinary income to you. That's not earned income to you. It may be ordinary right. income, especially if it's right. an IRA. But the it won't proceeds, be. No, the pro, really the one I'm most concerned with is the proceeds from, from the, the sale of the house. Home. Yeah, but that, again, a good question. Uh, it's not earned income, so it shouldn't affect uh your uh, uh, taxation of the benefits. And after the break, we'll talk about, you know, if you retire early and what kind of income, uh, what's the maximum you can make. But really, Dale, that's a good question. Uh, The sale of the home shouldn't affect it, especially as an inheritance. And 
so it doesn't count against the uh, the maximum you can make because it's not earned income. Got it. Right. Very good. Yep. Right. Okay. You Great. know, with, with that too, much. I just want to quickly throw in: if you're getting pensions and IRA distributions and things like that, that doesn't. If you're under, uh, you know, if you're under full retirement age and still working there's a limit to what you can earn. That money does not count towards those earnings because, as Jeff said, it's not earned income. Pat, uh, that was a great question. A lot of good calls today with Carol Richson joining us, talking Social Security, and Jeff Kowal. Well, you wanted to promote uh, Sheriff Clark, and I do too, because he's got a uh, rally coming up pretty soon. Yeah, it, absolutely. We should mention that because we were getting a lot of calls. He joined us earlier today. It's on 11 a.m. till 12.30 at the corners of North Avenue and Mayfair. It is on. It's the Clark Rally. We'll be right back with the Retirement Clinic. Sexy segment, and this is really going to be sexy <laughs> as we return with Jeff Kowal on WISN and WIBA. This is the Retirement Clinic, and our guest is... Carol Yeah, Carol Richardson from Social Security. I'm sorry, Paul. Sorry, I interrupted. We're finishing my sentences now. <laughs> We've been doing this so long. You finish mine, I finish yours. This is like a married Do couple. Do you complete each other? <laughs> <laughs> that's a little sick. That's, yeah. Uh, that's, yeah. that's awkward, but How yes. You, you got a problem with that? Right. Sentence finishers. That yeah. is what married couples do. Not that they there's finish. anything wrong with that. Not at all. Um, okay, <laughs> so I'm going to let you finish the sentence because okay. this is going to be a fun segment. This show is for everybody, but the, the sexy segment, the wealth management and preservation f- uh, uh, segment is generally for uh, those who, with a million dollars or more, uh, once you've accumulated some wealth, how do you preserve it, grow it, take income from it, and pass it on to your heirs? Today is a special one, though, because Carol had a, 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 I asked her if she had a horror story or two to tell. And it's always fun to, to hear these from her. And, you know, we want people to make good decisions about their retirement, good decisions about Social Security and their planning in general. But once in a while, things don't go exactly as planned. And uh, Carol had, uh, had one that she thought was good. It's not really related to Social Security uh, per se, but, uh, you know, a long time ago our offices were kind of open to the public so they could walk to the back and use the restroom. And once in a while you'd find people wandering around. And and I happened to sit where I kind of had a view of a hallway where there was a coat rack. And I look up and there's a guy over there and he's trying on coats. And these are the employees' coats. (laughs) So then he kind of settles on this really nice leather jacket that one of my coworkers owned. And, you know, and he puts it on and he's kind of pulling on it and he's pulling the sleeves down. And, you know, you're just kind of looking at him like, are you kidding me? You're standing here right in front of me. So, um, you know, and honestly, I can't even remember if we had guards in the office at that time. But, uh, yeah, we used to get some issues with that. So he was he was basically coat shopping at the employee coat rack. What was his end game? Was he intent on taking one? Oh, he was, yeah. He I think he was really settled on Bob's leather jacket. <laughs> it, it was a really nice jacket, and it, and it fit him. You know, he was pulling the sleeves down and adjusting everything. And, and I thought, well, it is a good fit. Yeah. <laughs> 
Looks nice on you. Yeah, so, you know, I had one of the supervisors come over and kind of tell him, you need to get back out in the waiting area. But, you know, I I mean, one time, too, I looked over and there was a desk that was empty next to me and a, a lady was waiting for somebody to take her claim. And, you know, we would let people use the phone if they had emergencies or needed a ride or something. Well, she was just chit-chatting away with her girlfriend about what was going on. And, <laughs> like, you know, taking an employee's desk and just kind of having a conversation, something to – and this, this again, you know, I'm going to date myself, but uh, this was before cell phones. So, so she, did, I'm, did that, she grab, I'm that old. Did she grab a cup of coffee and say, we'll see you tomorrow? <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, you, you we had to tell her, too, that, you know, these, these phones are for making a quick phone call. You can't sit here for 20 minutes and have a conversation with your girlfriend. That's hilarious. Was this at these uh, downtown Milwaukee offices? No, this is when I worked up on Fond du Lac Avenue, and, and yeah. uh, I you know, we'd get a crazy mix up there sometimes, and, and people were just kind of comical. Hey, Carol, uh, before, know. that was one of the best sexy segments, <laughs> I think, recent memory. Before we take our next caller... I want to give out the website because you got to make okay. sure you're going to the right website. Yes. It's www.socialsecurity.gov. And I can't stress the .gov enough. Um, you know, go in there. Take a look at the website. There's really, you know, somebody was asking about benefit computations. And, I mean, there's a whole page. And it's kind of a complex computation. But it goes into detail and it breaks, you know, the 35 years down. And, and then there's retirement estimators. You can go in there and estimate your benefits. And I, I want to throw this out real quick, too, because December's coming around and the COLA letters go out. If you've moved, be sure you have an address change done. And if you have a My Social Security account, which I encourage everybody to do, yep. Go in there and just change your address yourself. It's really simple. But what happens is those COLA letters go out, and then we get, like, Santa bags of mail. And, you know, it used to be a little easier because we had the white pages, and you could kind of look for people and call them up and, um, you know, try to find new addresses. Well, now everybody's got cell phones, and it's really hard to, to yeah, find Yeah, you have people. to pay to get the uh, new addresses and things like that. Right. So, it's, so um, you know, back to the website, Social Security. Dot gov. Dot gov. Dot gov. Right. Um, a lot of callers, and I want to make sure we get to them before the end of the hour with Carol Ritson, Jeff Kowal, and Jeff's website is thekowalway.com, K-O-W-A-L, thekowalway.com. Spencer, I'm going to try my button in here, but if it doesn't work, you're going to have to help. I think it did work. Let's try Ben. He's next up, calling from Big Ben. Good morning, Ben. Morning, Ben. Good morning. Ben and Big Ben. That's easy. Um, good morning. Good morning. My question is, um, I, I retired early, but I got disability, so I'm collecting my full uh, Social Security. What I'm wondering is, advice is eligible for... Uh, Uh-oh. Ben? Uh, his phone was... Disability? Yeah, Ben, you're breaking up a little bit. Let's, uh, Spencer, I'll put Ben on hold. Let's see if, uh, it's just a cell phone. So they come in and they, they go, we'll try them next. Let's go to Alan Tosa and see if we can hear Al. Good morning, Al. Hi, Al. Yeah, I hope you can hear me. Good morning. All right. So my question is, I contribute to a 401k plan. And your guest had recently talked about the top 35 years being uh, included in the calculation for a Social Security benefit. So what number do they use? Would they use the the full amount or is it reduced because I have X amount going to a 401k plan? 
the 401k plan doesn't play into that at all. That's totally separate. So any any investments you have, any pensions you have, anything like that is totally separate from Social Security. What they're using is your high 35 years of wages. That's what I'm asking. So the gross. So you're saying so, that the gross. So that if if you if you're making a hundred thousand dollars a year and you put fifteen thousand dollars a year into your four hundred one k, they're not counting eighty five thousand. They're counting one hundred thousand right. dollars. That's my question. Okay. Sorry about that. No, but that no, is they, okay. they count the higher amount. They count the one hundred thousand dollars. They count right. your your gross. Your full amount. Yes. That you made. That's what I was asking about. Thank you so much, you guys. Yeah. Good. Thanks for the call. You bet. Uh, thank yeah. you so much. Uh, let's just try to uh, see if we can get Ben back online. If not, we'll we'll move on. But it's a cell problem, and we get that. Ben, good morning. Yes, good morning. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Uh, so you're collecting disability. You, you started to talk about your wife. Yes. What I'm wondering is uh, what would she be eligible for, uh, like my full amount, like half of my full amount of Social Security or just? Half of, um, if I would have retired at 62. Okay, now you are receiving disability? Correct. Okay. When you receive disability, they pay you, you know, they pretend you're full retirement age and they pay you that full amount. So when you get to retirement age, you don't have to do anything different. Your benefit is just going to continue on for the rest of your life. As far as your wife, she can get up to half of your benefit amount if she's full retirement age when she applies, if her own benefit is higher, then she would take her own benefit amount. So they will look at the, you know, they will look at the record, look at her wages, do a computation, or if you're getting your statements, or if you go online, have her set up a My Social Security account, she can check what her benefit amount would be, and you can kind of base it off of that. So if her own benefit amount is higher than half of yours, she would take her own. What if she retires at 62 instead of at full retirement age? Then there's a reduction. For every month that you're under full retirement age, the benefit amount is reduced. And they would, still look, at your, they would still look at your record. If she retires early, she would not get a full half of yours. It would be reduced on her own. It would also be reduced on your record if she's entitled to anything on your record. So she would get roughly um, like four years of reduced benefits from my, my full retirement, um, from my disability money? Right. I mean, is she eligible for a benefit on her own? Has she yes, worked? Yes, but okay. Yes, but she, but she would probably be better off uh, taking part of mine. Okay, and at whatever point in time she applies, they will comp out both of those, and they will tell you what the figures are. Or if she's, you know, within the range of retirement, obviously if she's like 52 or 55, it's too early for a benefit estimate to call in. But um, if she's close to retirement age and thinking about when to retire, she could call the 800 number and have them do a computation on both records. They would need you to be there because they'll want your permission to give her that information off of your record. But you could call and have a computation done, and they would let you know you know, which way is better to go. Ben, thank you so much for the question. I tell you what, Carol and Jeff, we're going to sneak in one more, and then we'll take a break, and we'll give out all those websites and phone numbers. Quite honestly, Jeff, we, don't even, we have too many calls. 
and we don't have enough time. <laughs> this is great. It's always so, fun to have Carol on. So, so we're, we're going to do our best, uh, but we'll give out the phone number to call on the website uh, at the end of the hour. Let's talk to Kathleen from Greenfield. Good morning. Uh, good Hi, morning. Kathleen. Hi. Um, I know, I think you said that what the a premium for um, Medicare Part B was, but I didn't catch it, it for 2021. Uh, 148.50. And that's for sure now? Yes. That's oh. posted on their website. Oh, okay. And then the um, COLA is 1.3. Correct. Okay. Thank you. Ooh, using the You're acronym welcome. and everything. Good job, <laughs> Kathleen. <laughs> Cost of living. That's what Long-time that Long-time listener. Yeah. We yeah. all know that. Everybody knows that. Yep. <laughs> uh, not <Thanks>. me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Kathleen. Thank uh, you. Good stuff. And Jeff, I know we got to sneak in a quick break here, but socialsecurity.gov, your website, Jeff, to reach out and, you know, retirement, social security kind of go hand in hand. That's right. Absolutely. Thecoalway.com. And, and social security is one of the things that you should check on before you retire, if you, especially if you're considering retiring next year. Um, uh, uh, Marie McFarland in our office put together a great piece. It's on our website, thecoalway.com, your year and retirement planning checklist. So check that out. It was just a brand new uh, uh, listing there. But on thecoalway.com, you can sign up for an appointment with us. And you can also check out uh, Marie McFarland's your year and retirement planning checklist. Great advice there. That was a very productive, sexy segment. We got those great stories, horror stories from Carol. And we even answered three questions in the middle of that one segment. So we'll be back with our final segment on the Retirement Clinic, WISN and WIBA. Back on the Retirement Clinic, we're going to wrap up real quickly, but I do have breaking news, and it's very important. The New Berlin Police Department just announced they have taken the third and final suspect into custody. There is no further safety concern for the community of New Berlin. That it just came across your emergency alert. Had to get that in. Jeff, um, we had a busy day. We want to thank our guest, Carol Ritson. Uh, That website, again, Carol, as we wrap up today's show www.socialsecurity.gov. Get in there and open up your My Social Security account. It's kind of fun to look back uh, on those wages your earnings, you yep. able to live on. Yep. It's interesting. And you had bugged me for years to do it. I finally did. It took like less than five minutes to do it. And so we appreciate you, you coming on today, Carol. Thank you very much. Have a great holiday season. We love you on the Thank show. Thank you. You too. Okay. Yeah. Happy hang Thanksgiving. Up those, hang up on the scammers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point, and that's why we're so persnickety about giving the website out: socialsecurity.gov.gov. Jeff, we can call you at two six two five two two forty forty at the Coal Investment Group. Or your website is a great resource. That's right. If you're close to already in retirement, have $750,000 or more in retirement assets and want some help with your retirement planning, go to thekowalway.com, K-O-W-A-L, thekowalway.com. And while you're there, you can schedule an appointment and you can uh, look at your year-end retirement planning checklist done by Marie McFarland. Great piece. You have to look at that. Have a great holiday yourself, Jeff Cole. Thank you, Paul. And uh, the Retirement Clinic is on WIBA in Madison and WISN in Milwaukee. Have a great holiday back next weekend. Thanks for listening.